Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast on Believe. I am so excited to tell you guys about the Kaivon show that I went to on Friday. Oh man, what a great show. (laughs) So this show was at the Rickshaw in San Francisco, which I've actually never been to before. It was a few blocks away from Bill Graham Civic, just for like reference to all you Bay Area peeps. It was a very small place, which was kind of annoying because it did sell out, so it was jam-packed in there. Oh boy. So it was an odd venue choice. Usually artists like him are booked at either like Mezzanine 1015 or like DNA Lounge. So I'm not really sure what went on with him being booked there. I guess maybe it was just convenient or maybe none of the other clubs could host him. So I don't really know. But yeah, so it was like a interesting venue choice. So we got there pretty early since the show was only going to be going until about 12 a.m. So we got there early and Enzo opened up for him. I've actually never heard of Enzo because he just doesn't produce the type of music I'm normally into. Not saying that he was bad, not saying that his music is bad, but just, you know, not really my genre of choice. But he has millions of streams on his songs, so he is pretty popular. His music has a lot of different influences. He has some more like funk style music. But then he also has more chill vibe music that's kind of like Odessa influenced, I guess. I definitely recommend checking him out um, because, yeah, his music is good. You know, if you're into like, you know, more chiller and like more vibey music. So Enzo opened and played for a good hour or so and he really got the crowd going. Then the main event, the DJ, we were all waiting for Kai Vaughn finally he came on he a whole man he was so amazing and so much better than what I was expecting actually I honestly don't even know what I was really expecting because I hadn't seen any videos or heard anything from his live sets so I really went into this with an open mind just having been a fan of his music He was honestly so good. He literally played all of his songs. I don't think he played any other person's songs. Well, except for Peace, which is by Alice in Wonderland. But that's because he has a remix of it and that's what he played. (laughs) So he freaking threw down. I was so impressed by his set. Because some of his songs are like a little slower than others. But he, like, made edits to make sure, like, you know, they were still, like, super hype. So, overall, I give his show a 10 out of 10. I definitely recommend you all go listen to him. 
I have been talking about him and blank a lot for the like last year on like my multiple different podcasts. But like I've always been saying is like these two artists, Kaivon and Blank, are going to blow up and look at them now. They did. So I 10 out of 10 recommend if you get the chance to see Kaivon, go see him. And also 10 out of 10 recommend to go see Blank if you get the chance. He's one that I'm still waiting to see. But overall, Kaivon's show, Kaivon's set was spectacular amazing. I love when artists get to play all of their songs. It just like worked out well, especially since like, you know, this is like his tour, which most artists like to play their own songs on their own tour. So that was really cool. It's it was nice that he had enough material to play. And I'm so excited to see Kaivon again at Snow Globe. You bet your freaking ass I am going to be in the front row for that. I'm actually so happy that I finally have my Snow Globe plans solidified. Everything was like pretty up in the air because of my job, but I'm so, so grateful to be able to go to Snow Globe for the fifth year in a row. I, I cannot believe it. Fifth year in a row. Snow Globe is one of my favorite festivals, clearly. (laughs) I used to love that it wasn't like a mainstream festival, but it always had like a stacked lineup. But now that MTV owns it, it's going to be getting a little more mainstream, but whatever. I still love Snow Globe, and MTV did do a really good job last year. So this year will be their first full year planning snow globe by themselves so i'm really excited to go this year and to see kaivon again and if you happen to want to listen to my last snow globe review i actually interviewed subfer who played at snow globe last year so go check that out get a little taste of what snow globe is it, it is on my personal podcast, which is called What's the Soup with DJ Soups. It's on Apple Podcast and Stitcher and SoundCloud. I'll definitely be doing another review of Snow Globe because there's no way I wouldn't because Snow Globe is one of my favorites. And there's always just so much to talk about since it's like a three-day festival. And, you know, so today I actually just realized... That I'm like approaching my year mark of having been a podcaster. This is honestly like so exciting to me because I usually don't stick with things this long, but I absolutely love doing this. I love making my podcast. This is like ultimately what I want to do as a career. So, yeah, you know, it's been almost a year since I've like started my podcast. And I absolutely love it. And the fact that in this, like, year period of time, my, like, one podcast ended up turning into, like, three separate podcasts. So, I guess you can say that was growth. Alrighty. Enough of me being sentimental. I do have some other stuff I want to talk about. 
So there's actually quite a few new music releases that I want to talk about. Again, I'm going to talk about Blank. (laughs) He came out with an absolute banger of a remix. He remixed Neuro's Satisfy song. Neuro was a huge influence on the electronic music scene back in 2008 and 2009 with releasing some drum and bass songs, then later some dubstep songs. They were definitely a staple in my iTunes library back in 8th and ninth grade. Satisfy came out in 2015 and Blank's remix is honestly so good. So good. It is only available on SoundCloud, but I definitely recommend listening to it. He puts a new age electronic sound on a classic EDM song. I hope that makes sense. But like if you've been listening to electronic music a lot, I think with this remix, you'll be able to kind of like hear what I'm talking about. I actually remember the first time I saw Neuro. I was actually working at the Midway at the time. I was so shocked to see that they were playing because they kind of fell off fell off the face of the earth and weren't really releasing anything new and weren't really performing. So that was quite a surprise for me when I was working there because I was getting paid to watch Neuro. It was great. Gammer came out with a new song called Bro Step Strikes Back. It is a different style of music, which is what he was going for with this song. He really was bringing back that classic 2009 UK dubstep slash bro step style of music, which again, Neuro had a huge influence on that and I would categorize them in that like genre. So that was pretty cool. It was kind of like a blast from the past. Also, I cannot believe I almost forgot about this one. But Kaivon actually came out with new music. He came out with a new song with Slushy on Friday, which was super exciting because obviously he played that live at his show. It is a really, really good song, and it has a lot of aspects of both their unique sound. So go check that out. Another new music release is Kill the Snails came out with a new song featuring Sullivan King. So Kill the Snails is Kill the Noise and Snails' duo name. They came out with an absolute blapper featuring Sullivan King on vocals. This song is a total festival anthem. I'm absolutely positive I remember Sullivan King playing this at Lost Lands. Company also came out with a new song called Skullcracker on Never Say Die Records. He actually is playing at their 10-year anniversary show in LA on Black Friday. So if you're in the LA area at that time, I definitely recommend going to that show Never Say Die has a lot of huge bass artists on their label. I know Sullivan King has released some songs on there. Obviously, Company has released songs on them. And Zomboy is headlining the 10-year anniversary show. So, if you're in LA, it's at the Palladium 
or whatever it's called. So go check that out if you're in the area. Madion also came out with his very highly anticipated album, Good Faith. He actually played in San Francisco this past week, and I totally did not know that. I definitely missed that one. It was on a weekday, which is probably why I overlooked it. I also am not like the biggest Madion fan. I used to be super, super into him back when he only had like a couple thousand views. I guess just because he started to kind of change his sound and he, you know, got a little mainstream. And I also started listening to more bass music. So that's also another reason why I kind of stopped listening to him. Not that he's a bad artist. He is absolutely amazing. Love him. Respect him. He is so artistically creative. He's so good. Just, you know, I would rather listen to headbanging music. That's just me. But he came out with a full album called Good Faith. Go check that out if you're more into, like, you know, the feelsy music, Porter Robinson vibes, chill vibes. I did listen to some of it, and, you know, it's pretty good. It is pretty good. It's amazing to see how much he's grown and, like, his progression as an artist compared to, like, when I first started listening to him, like, five or six years ago or whatever. I don't even know. But it's it's awesome seeing, like, the progression of a lot of these artists. So those are all the new music releases I really wanted to talk about today. There aren't many new show announcements. There is a huge festival in Florida called Forbidden Kingdom with a stacked lineup of bass artists. They pretty much got half the lineup from Lost Lands. It's great. So if you're in the East Coast in Florida or feel like traveling in February, this two-day festival called Forbidden Kingdom will be there full of bass artists and speaking of bass speaking of the bass god (laughs) excision announced he's pretty much going to be retiring the paradox live set because he has a whole new live set called The Evolution, which he will be performing live for the first time in Washington. So I'm kind of sad to hear that Excision is retiring the Paradox live set, but this is also just like rumors. He hasn't specifically confirmed that he is or not, but, you know, one could like pretty much assume that that's what's going on here with his new Evolution live set. Ecoli announced a tour and so did Dom Bursky. So be on the lookout for those two guys coming to a city near you. Kai Wachi is just starting his Demigod tour and I know he is coming to the DNA Lounge in December not sure if I'm going to make it because DNA Lounge only ever books these events on Thursdays, which 
sucks because I can never go to it because I have a full-time job. So I don't know. I guess we'll see if I end up making it to that one. That would be really cool. Alrighty, everyone. That is all I have for you today. I hope you guys took something from this episode. I hope I convinced you to listen to some of these artists. Follow me on Instagram at DJ underscore soups. Follow me on Twitter at DJ soups. Follow my Spotify playlist, What's the Soup? I update it weekly with new songs. And I hope you all have a fabulous week. And I'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.